0: You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this episode of the Heat Check, we've got a special interview with Joe Delera of the Action Network. He joined us on BetMGM tonight, and he breaks down everything from the betting markets for the East and the West, talking about the MVP race. We had a lot of fun, so do me a favor, Nick, and drop that beat. In clip one, we got the interview started by asking about the Celtics. Joe broke down the betting markets for the East, as well as the MVP race. Would you take uh, the Sixers 10-1 to to win the division?
1: I actually think that it's a good bet right, right now. Um, I think that they're getting Maxi back, so that obviously is going to improve their depth. Or, you know like his minutes have kind of been beginning to increase and at that number it's a little bit long they're only two games back in the loss column and when you look at them in terms of adjusted net ratings and you know their defense has been exceptional and it keeps getting better so they're only you know two games back in the loss column of Boston I think it's definitely a spot for Philly especially at that number and I think that they're as high as like 25 to 1 um, in the market to be the number one seed in the East I I think it's Jokic. I think that, honestly, the reason that the number is where it's at is because there's been this resistance in people's minds and, like, can we make him a three-time MVP? And you just keep seeing it over and over and over again. Like, he is incredible, and he makes his teammates better, and they're on top of the West. Like, they're one of the best teams in the West, which we know is just stacked and he just continues to keep performing. And he just takes, it depends on the game. One game, he'll have 20 rebounds. Another game, he'll have like 18 assists. Another game, he'll have 40 points. So he can do a little bit of everything and he makes his team a lot better. So I think that the is the, the right there with him. Yeah, I think it's tough, with, especially with KD, just because you'd really don't know, like he's been healthy, he's been incredible off of these injuries, but I, it's just hard for me to back a guy at his age. Um, And not that he's like an old guy, but like in NBA terms, it's tough to say like, all right, you're not going to miss any games. And, you know, Brooklyn, they're they're really hot right now. So you're kind of buying, I think, the top of the market a little bit. Um, And at seven to one. I don't know if I'm getting enough value there as good as he's been. I think like if I really believe in KD and the Nets, and what they're doing, you got to bet them to win the division. You want to bet them on like team type of things uh, as opposed to the MVP market.
0: Besides Boston, Joe, because obviously they're going through a slump and we, we all think they're going to be fine. Who else mm-hmm. do you think is, is having a downturn right now, and you can't say Warriors either, that you think that there's actual value on in some some respect, whether that's the division, whether that's to come out of either conference, et cetera?
1: Uh, I, I think that the team that you know I'm really looking at that's a little bit surprising is – the when we look at the Suns, right? So like I I don't I actually don't like I don't know if I like the Suns, but like I'm question I'm wondering about them. I think that there's enough, you know, slippage in the market that there's a little bit of value maybe at that ten to one number to win the title, just because they do have a piece in Jay Crowder that they are going to move. So that is going to turn into an asset in one way, shape or form. So I do think that Phoenix has moves to make, but I don't know. I don't know necessarily if they're going to win. But I do think that you have some value there with Phoenix. They're the eight seed. They're twenty and nineteen, and you know Book, they've missed Booker for a significant portion of the season. They miss Chris Paul. I think when they get that whole team together, they could probably rise in the standings in the West. And they obviously have the pedigree. Like people are concerned with. Them.
0: In clip two, Joe breaks down the West and who he thinks is going to come out of the West, and what he thinks about the Mavericks as a whole. Pay close attention to his thoughts on Christian Wood.
1: And I actually think the Pelicans could win the West. I think they're good. They're talented enough. I, I actually would bet them specifically to win the West as opposed to winning the title because I think that there's a lot of tough matchups for them coming out of the East in terms of the size that could come with, you know, Giannis and Bead, etc. So I think in the West, though. The one concern that I have with them is we haven't really seen how teams are going to adjust to Zion, especially in a playoff setting. So in the playoffs, you know, teams are going to throw different defensive schemes at them, which you don't necessarily see in the regular season. And we've seen a couple teams like experiment with things like throwing doubles at Zion and trying to force the ball out of his hands but I do think that this team is really good and we haven't really seen them healthy. Granted, nobody's ever really healthy in the NBA, but there have not been a lot of games with CJ Ingram and Zion on the court at the same time. So I do think that their ceiling is high and they have a lot of scoring options on that team. So I think they're really good. I think it's possible, honestly, just because Luca has been so good. Uh, but one of the things that's been notable and it's, Jason Kidd really did not want to insert Christian Wood in the starting lineup. And now that he has, this team has been significantly better. Those lineups with Christian Wood and Luka are some lineups in the Western Conference. They're scoring over like eight plus eight points per 100 possessions compared to their opponents, scoring like nearly 125 points per 100 possessions. So they're really, really good. And Luka trusts him, which I think it matters. So when I was looking at some of the stats, uh, I just wrote an article about this on Monday. But... Luca passes over 20% of the time to Christian Wood. And when Christian Wood's been a starter, Luca's getting 2.7 assists on those passes to Wood, as opposed to when he was on the bench, he was getting about 1.8. So Luca's assists have even gone up. So I think this offense has gotten a lot better, and they're a lot more difficult to deal with because you're seeing more of that, of that top lineup, which is something that they're going to have to use in the playoffs as well.
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Joe, I'm looking at this most improved player of the year market. And Shea obviously is the the favorite at minus 175. But he was really, really good last year, too. Like, if you look mm-hmm. at Tyrese Halliburton and his emergence, you look at Laurie Markkinen, and he's basically gone from being someone that was discarded and then traded to someone who's probably on the wish list of all 30 teams in the NBA. Like, do you think that there's any value anywhere else besides SGA, especially since OKC likes to shut guys down when they win too much?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I think if you don't have a Halliburton ticket, you need to have one. Um, I've been talking about Halliburton really, like, since the offseason. Like, I love Halliburton. I love his game. And it looks like the Pacers are going to stick. So it looks like they're going to stay in the top 10 in the East, and if they do, then that means like that, that kind of fits the profile here. Whereas the Thunder, obviously, there's always the tankathon and then the Jazz. I think that it's possible and more likely. And I don't like, not that I necessarily know anything, just kind of reading the tea leaves, but I would say it's likely that Laurie Marketing gets traded. And if he gets traded, yeah, maybe he's still good on whatever team he gets traded to, but he's not going to be the primary offensive option on a playoff team. That's just, that's not what he is. I think if you really wanted to go for a long shot, maybe look at De'Aaron Fox at 50-1 to 1 because the Kings are in the playoff race in the West. His numbers have improved. And it was kind of one of those trades where both Halliburton and Fox were given the ability to shine without the other, and they were both very good this season. So Fox has had a lot of you know talk about him. People like him. They think he's good, but he has improved, and he's maybe another name if you want a flyer on a long shot.
0: In this clip, we get into Joe's thoughts about the Clippers and who he also thinks is the most disappointing team in the NBA this season. Buckle up Minnesota fans.
1: I may maybe use a big man, I think, besides Zubash, just because, you know, he's fine, but like he gets cooked by these better these better centers and I think that that would be tough for them if they're playing one of the Eastern Conference teams. I do think that they're very good, but it's just it's tough with them because it's like if they're healthy, yeah, sure, like they could beat anybody. But if they're not healthy, you know, it's like how many minutes, how many reps are they getting together? It's, it's tough. I, I think that they're very, very good. And I also have some preseason futures on them, uh, as I know you mentioned. But I think it's, it, it's, it's tough to back them in this spot. Uh, I think they're, I'm a little bit more wait and see with them. I'd rather lose a little bit of value on the number right now and just bet them pre-playoffs if I think they're in a position to win. I mean, the Timberwolves are a dumpster yeah. fire right now. Like, I, that, I thought that trade was maybe going to work or, like, it might work a little bit. But even now the Cat's out and you say, like, all right, maybe the two bigs doesn't work, they're still not good. Like, they are still really struggling. So the Timberwolves are 100%, I think, the team that's been most disappointing to me just because the expectation was that they were going to be good. They were going to be a playoff team and they were going to have maybe a top-10 defense with Rudy Gobert. And they're just... They just do not look like a team that is prepared for the season at all. And Anthony Edwards didn't really make a step forward. He's kind of played a little bit better the past couple weeks, but he did not take the leap that I think a lot of us expected him to make as well.
0: We have about a minute, Joe. Just want to get your thoughts on, you know, just maybe some betting trends, other player props or totals, things that you think are kind of going unnoticed right now, taking advantage of team slumps, et cetera, um, just in
1: the market. Sure. So, one of the things that I've been looking at lately, and it's something that I bet on tonight, I took Jokic over 11 and a half rebounds. And he's missed that number a lot, like recently and on the season. But what I've been doing is I've been looking a little bit more at specific matchup data. So, especially at the center position, it's a little bit easier to say, like, okay, Jokic versus Plumlee, Jokic versus Zubac. And you can really look that up and say, like, oh, like this guy really has performed well in this particular spot. So that's one of those trends that I think is more notable, especially with the big men, because the defensive schemes are, you know, it's, it's big guy versus big guy. You know, are they going to switch? Are they going to drop? It's a little bit more straightforward, especially at the center position. So that's something that I've been looking at and something that I've been trying to take advantage of with some of the better centers like Jokic, Sabonis, et cetera.
0: Bet MGM Tonight airs Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern, available on demand on the Odyssey app. Also in podcast form, a million thanks to my co-hosts for allowing me to use this clip. That is all that we have for the bonus episode of the Heat Check. Check back tomorrow for an all-new episode. And do not forget to check out the feed for past episodes. And please follow us on the Heat Check across the NBA season. Please download, please subscribe, please follow, please rate, please review, please tell your friends, every single one of them. And follow us on social at the Heat Check, at this Heat Check, and to Crick on TikTok because the Heat Check never sleeps, even me at 12.30 a.m. on a Friday night.